so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Thank you uh, very much. First thing I'd like to do, uh, oh, by the way, I'd just introduce myself. I'm Steve. I'm part of the leadership um, team, and it usually falls to different members of the leadership team to take over when, um, uh, when Nick and Christy and the family are away. Like, what I'd like to do first is just be a little self-indulgent and just honour my daughters um, this morning, Eliza on the keyboards, um, Annie on the vocals, um, uh, first of all, to uh, Eliza, who finally won best and fairest in the Yash Redbacks senior ladies team last night. Presentation, Christy, you you won something as well. Kirsty, sorry. What what was it? Coaches award. So we're, we're well represented there. Just like to uh, like to honour Annie. Annie uh, is part of the leadership team that runs the music at Wollongong Baptist, so she was here this weekend. And Joanna, our doctor daughter, is at home looking after our youngest granddaughter. So it was really good to have them all uh, three here. And indeed, I just honour my daughters this morning. Um, I've been thinking uh, a bit about what I was going to talk about this morning. And who's getting a bit tired, you know, like a bit stressed, a bit grumpy? Yeah, yeah, Carl's a prime example of that this morning <laughs> for a whole variety of, uh, uh, of reasons. And um, I'm not sure whether Carl thinks too much of what I want to talk about this morning, perseverance. Uh, Carl and perhaps uh, quite a few of you are saying, Oh, Steve's at it again. He's always on about what we have to do as far as um, our relationship with God is concerned. And, you know, I've, I've been thinking about our church lately and young families and I was thinking about my topic and I just wanted a nice sort of relaxing topic this morning so you could all just sit there and pat yourselves on the back uh, that you're all doing okay. And then God tells me that he wants me to talk about perseverance and um, James will probably be sitting there, James, and you'll be looking at all of those and you'll be able to tell me how many attributes of perseverance there are by the end of the service. But things like dedication, purpose, achievement, diligence, tenacity, how are we all going on that? How are we all feeling about all of that? You know, three quarters of the way through. I was talking to a couple of teachers last night at the Yes Redbacks presentation and they're so glad it's school holidays. You know, and my boys this week that um, do car washing for me, they're all really tired as well. And then I come up with a, um, a topic of perseverance. 
this morning. I started off this year with um, my sort of mantra for the year was move on, push through it, push through to victory, all of that sort of thing. Um, I'm not doing all that great with that either. And then perseverance or persistence came up as uh, the topic um, that the Lord wanted to um, talk uh, 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 to you about or minister to you this morning. Things are going quickly, aren't they, with our lives? Um, Another thing, um, if we're Christians, we're hurtling towards eternity. If we're not Christians, we're hurtling towards oblivion. And um, our lives just go faster and faster, don't they? Just going uh, more quickly. Um, And I was reminded of that with a posting that um, Christy put up a a few weeks ago about Caleb's birthday. And I think the terminology uh, that she used with Caleb's uh, birthday was, and just like that, he was eight. Just like that, he was eight. And you know, it's um, you know, and just like that, I was fifty, and then just like that, I was fifty-eight, and I just wonder where my last eight years have gone as well. So we need to we need to take stock. We need to, even though we're tired, and even though we might be grumpy this morning, um, even though we might be uh, angry, we might be sick. We are called to persevere in our uh, walk of uh, in our walk of faith, and the pressure's really on, isn't it? You know, like um, James has just read to us uh, Hebrews twelve verses one and two, and uh, I don't know whether you rolled your eyes as James started to read that. They go, "Oh, the old perseverance." Hebrews twelve one and two. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses and we think, oh, all of those people that have gone before, they're looking down on us and waiting, you know, going, come on, come on, you know, persevere. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. It's pretty tough, isn't it? Pretty tough. When some of us, uh, especially with young families, you know, we're just dragging one foot after another. We're just doing the barest essentials. But the, real, the message that I... I better start sounding a bit more hopeful this morning because <laughs> I'm dragging you all down. Um, the message that I want to bring across to you this morning is, yes, we do need to persevere, but with everything else, uh, with, with perseverance and with everything else to do with the Christian life... We've got God who helps us. Everything that all of those, um, all of those things that are up there, all of those things that are up there, we simply need to ask for it. So the hope is, regardless of um, how we're feeling, we don't have to persevere ourselves. We just ask for help to do it because we all need to persevere. What's What's the alternative? The alternative is to just give up. Okay? The alternative is just to give up, and I don't know how, um, how that would look for you. For me, it would be to go to bed for the rest of my life. Okay? That's how giving up 
uh, uh, would look for me. And, um, you know, and I hope that when I wake up, the world's a different place. Okay, that's the definition of giving up. And that's certainly um, not the way that we want to uh, honour God. And that's certainly not the way we want to go into eternity. You know, we don't want to go into eternity. And God says, what have you done with my son Jesus? And I said, oh, well, for the last 50 years, I just gave up. I just went to bed. All right, it doesn't work that way. But in just the same way that um, grace brought us to salvation, grace brought us eternal life, a life with Jesus, um, so it happens that grace continues to be given out to us. Grace was not just a portion to us when we accepted um, Jesus Christ into our lives. It keeps on giving, and, and it's really amazing. And um, I'm going to try. Have you ever noticed how Nick um, is able to fold his Bible back? It's really cool, eh? So I'm going to fold my Bible back, seeing I'm... Do... Pardon? What? Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is my father's Bible who, who passed away a number of years ago, so sorry, Dad. Um, and we read in Romans 5.17, For if by the trespass of the one man, so talking about Adam there, for if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Just, uh, just read that again. How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? So we reign in life, we continue to reign in life through the grace of that's given. So what I want to do is, um, I've got six points. Six points that I'm coming up with today that um, will help us in our perseverance. And I just clicked ahead there, so you'll see what the first one is. Rest. Yes! Hooray! I can go to bed. <laughs> How good is that? I can go to bed. No, um, it doesn't mean I can go to bed, but it does mean that we have got to rest. And various scriptures uh, in God's Word talk about resting in Christ. Um, and this is one of those. And it's really important, I think, even though we're three quarters of the way uh, through the year, I think it's... Uh, how many days till Christmas? Like 90 days or something? Yeah, 90 days to Christmas. Hooray! Okay. All right. Um, so things are going to get busier from now on. So I'm saying to you, um, step one in terms of being persistent, in terms of being persevering, is rest. For those of you who are madly busy all the time, and I'm sure Michael, just looking at Michael for the moment, I'm going to pick on Michael for a minute or two. Michael's a very busy fellow, so is Lynn, obviously. But Michael, I am sure, 
has to look at his diary and he has to roster in some rest time. Would you have to do that? Deliberately say, I need to rest on Tuesday afternoon between 3pm and 4pm because if I don't do that, I'm not going to be able to operate at my meeting that I've got to go to on Tuesday evening. All right? And so step one, rest. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus had to rest on a number of occasions. Um, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If we try and persevere by ourselves and take on the burden of our everyday lives and don't take the time to rest, our yoke is going to be heavy and, my, and our burden is going to be too much for us to bear. So if we try and take on... So, for example, if Carl takes on uh, next week um, all the, the things to do with movies and playgroup, if he, if he does that and he does that by himself, he's certainly not going to do that. But if he did, it's all just going to be too much. It's all just going to be too much. So step one, perseverance, fantastic. We get to rest, okay? So make sure that uh, we do that. Step two is we need to pray. And it's interesting, this verse, this again is another classic verse, just the same as the other one, all right, in step one. Step two is to pray. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Um, The key part of verse six there is in every situation. So how often would you be praying then? If... if, um, If God's asking us to pray in every situation, how many times would we be praying? All the time. All the time. Okay. So don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And it's well known, even even in the world's uh, wisdom, that if we are grateful people we're going to be much happier people. And it's even more so as Christians because we've got so much to thank God for. And and that's where that G word comes in again, that grace word. Even if perhaps you're you're not feeling the grace, it's there, all right? And so we need to pray. So we don't need to be anxious We don't need to say, oh, Steve was preaching on this perseverance thing. I haven't got time to persevere. You know, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I haven't got the time, okay? I've just got to look after my, how many young kids I've got or whatever it is, um, I, I, I I can't persevere. I'm not going to. I'm just going to tread water, all right? But God's not, God is asking us to do that. He's asking us to do that. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that peace is an amazing thing. 
Um, if you've never experienced God's peace, come and talk to me afterwards. Come and talk to Dan. Come and talk to Carl. Um, whoever you've got who's, who's a Christian uh, colleague or friend of yours, that peace of God, if you want to experience peace in amongst um, all that's going on in our world, all that's going to happen over the next three months as we head up to Christmas, um, you need to feel that. Uh, you need to feel that peace. So step two is pray. So step one, what was step one? Rest. Rest. Okay. Step two is pray. Step three, while we're praying, we can be asking. All right? So we know we've established that we're praying all the time. That's what God asks us to do. If we want to persevere, (laughs) we've got to be praying all the time. And as we pray, God will bring to mind those things that we need to ask him for to illustrate our faith in him. And he said, Jesus, and these are Jesus' words in John 14, 13 to 14. It says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So if we're praying uh, to God, we're going to be asking for things in his will for our lives. Okay, so we're not going to be asking for a new washing machine. Or, well, maybe we are. Okay, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be too flippant on that one. I'll tell you what, I'm getting sick of doing our dishes at home. Our dishwasher is broken and has been for some time. I'm getting sick of, the, um, I'm, I'm getting sick of having to, um, uh, to wash those uh, dishes, so maybe I should start praying for a new dishwasher. Um, but... Um, you may ask anything in my name and I will do it. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? All right? Pretty amazing. So what are the, some of the things that we could ask for? Well, we're asking for perseverance. We're talking about perseverance. We can say, God, I've got no energy. Okay? Carl can attest to that this morning. He's already done that. He's already shared that with me, that he's completely knackered. Okay? All right. But he can ask God, if he needs to do something this afternoon and he's got no energy, and he, but he knows that God's telling him to do it, he can ask for perseverance. Um, you, somebody else, you might be asking, you might be saying, oh, well, I don't really believe in God. I don't think God can do anything for me. Scripture tells us that we can ask for faith. We can ask him to increase our faith. So if you're going through a time of doubting or whether life's even worth it, you can say, God, I just need to ask for faith. I just need to call out. We can ask for a fresh understanding of the grace that he has given us through his uh, death on the cross and his resurrection. Is there anything that we can't ask God for? Chocolate? Yeah, well, yeah, that might be an exception to the, to, to the rule, Josh. It might be. 
I'm just trying to think of a smart answer for you, mate, and I can't think of one. Okay. Uh, All right. So we can ask God. He's telling us we've got to persevere. He's telling us we've got to run the race. There's a whole crowd of witnesses around us. We've got to run that race. Okay. But that he's not saying that I, that you've got to run it by yourself. That I'm at the I'm at the end. Like I was watching uh, Ricky Stewart, um, at, you know, in the preliminary grand final on Friday night, and he's stuck up in his box, and he's ranting and raving and swearing and shouting and carrying on. Okay, but can the players hear him from the from the box? Can't hear him. Okay. Yes, he's got little trainers that run out every now and again and, and you know, and, and that sort of thing. But I saw one of the trainers get fobbed off by one of the Raiders players. Just get away from me, you know. And, and Ricky did come down last five minutes when he knew the Raiders was going to win. He comes down on the sideline and he starts cheering them on. Is God like Ricky Stewart? No. <laughs> All right, God's right there. Plus who else? Those cloud of witnesses that are um, there, the people that have gone before, our friends, our family. We don't know exactly how it all works, but Hebrews tells us that um, there's a cloud of witnesses that are watching our journey here on earth. And God's right there every step of the way as we are running. And so we can ask him anything um, in his name and he will do it. All right, so we rest, we pray, we ask, we read. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. We all know this verse, don't we? I don't think I've put a verse up so far this morning that you don't already know. But we need to read. We're probably losing that ability. Those of us who certainly look at our phones, we're losing the ability to concentrate for more than, I don't know, two minutes. I, um, if I see a Canberra, a Canberra Times article that I want to read or something else, even Eternity magazine online, it tells you how long it's going to take you to read it. Have you noticed that? It says three-minute read. You go, I can't, I can't read for three minutes. Come on, you know. Give, it, give me, if it's a 60-second read, yeah, I'll do it. Three minutes, no, I won't. Okay, I've got too much time. But we have to read. And just in the same way that we might have to schedule time into our uh, day to rest... The praying bit's okay, we can sort of do that as we go, as long as we don't forget. But we might need to schedule some time, or we do, it's essential, to schedule some time into our day to read God's Word. All right? If you need a bit of a hand with that, um, we have, uh, I know Laurie organises uh, every three months for us to have fresh copies of Word for Today, the devotional. All right, it'll take you five minutes to read it and absorb it and, and try and at least memorise it and think about it during the day. So we have to read, OK? 
Okay, it's a five-minute read, all right? You look at it, five-minute read. We can spare five minutes, can't we? Surely we can do that. But we've got to. And that five minutes of reading will set you up for the rest of the day. Or if it's the evening that you um, read, that you've got time to read, that's, that, as you sleep, you've done your five minutes of reading, you've been praying through the day, so that's got that covered. The reading, that's going to permeate in your mind. Pray to, pray to God that as you sleep, that those words will enter into your subconscious and um, make a change. All right, so that's step four. Step five, prioritise. And this is um, um, uh, the world, the secular world has taken um, this. Probably they didn't realise that they were, but they've taken scriptures like this, and I've just chosen one from Proverbs 4, um, about not, uh, if you want to be a good manager, don't confuse the urgent with the important. Okay, so an example of that would be me deciding what I'm going to do for the day and then I go to work and I look at my emails, I look at a text message coming through and rather than going through the list that I'd already decided that I'll do, okay, I've been interrupted by the emails. And if I use Michael as an example, he gets several dozen emails a day. If he... If, he, if you got distracted, Michael, by those emails and you thought, oh, I've got to answer that, I've got to answer that, whatever Michael had decided before he left for work to do wouldn't get done, would they? It wouldn't get done. So um, the Bible had a handle on this sort of thing long before uh, we thought about you know, catchphrases like the urgent um, and the important. So let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. And elsewhere in Scripture, and I think Nick uh, mentioned it last week, talks about um, the voice... uh, No, that's right, it was at Alpha last Sunday... Um, it was about Jesus being behind us and saying, don't go to the left, Steve. Don't go to the right. This is where I want you to go. Okay. So you're persevering through your day, but perhaps you get caught up with um, the urgent instead of the important. And what happens is you start to go off to the left or you start to go off to the right. But God's got his eye on you. You've done, you've done all those other steps so far, the asking, the praying, the resting. Okay, you've got that all organised. And what you'll find is that behind you or that still small voice, sometimes it's called, will tell you, no, Steve, you stay on this track. Okay, you deal with this first. Okay. Step six obey and you go and that's when we go oh no the whole obedience thing hey but if you've managed to get through from step one to step five guess what's happening to step six you're already doing it aren't you you're already doing it and you think 
man, I got through today. I was blessed. You know, yes, it was hard, but I got through. It was blessed. Jesus said, you're blessed if you obey my commandments. I must be obeying God's commandments. Okay, so don't see this as a huge impost, as a huge um, thing that you can't get over. You go, oh, well, I managed the first five steps, but step six, obey, no, no, I can't do that. But guess what? As I said, if you've done those steps one to five, and I'm sure, actually, you could come up with a few more, um, but let's say you've done steps one to five, you're already well on your way to doing step six. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you. And Jesus replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Okay. Now, some of you mums have been through um, some pretty hairy times with the birth of your new uh, young ones. And that, that is huge. We call it the miracle of birth, don't we? But Jesus is saying, even more important than that, even more important than giving um, birth to new life, Jesus is saying, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That's how much importance he puts on the obeying. All right. Okay. And um, I promised that I was going to mention Tony in my sermon, so I better do that. Um, <clears throat> Tony's a really good example, sorry Tony, I should have talked to you about this, uh, of um, what um, running the race looks like, what perseverance looks like. The reason for that is <clears throat> that I see Tony more than three times a week probably run past my car yard, all right? And I can't believe it because I think, Past my car yard, there's not much. What, what's she, where's she running to? Maccas or, or whatever? Not, certainly not out there going out there for a coffee, I know that. But she's running. But where's she running to? You know, she, but she's relaxed. She's focused. Okay. She's got, into, um, she's got into a rhythm. And she's actually going up to the turn off to the railway station, aren't you? You told me about that. And she's running up past the railway station, then out onto whatever that road's called. And she said it's just a, a nice, you know, good circuit to run. And it's how many kilometres? Ten kilometres. You know, three, four, five. I don't know how many times she does it. But I watch Tony and I, it makes me think that's what it looks like to persevere because I couldn't even get half that distance, third of that distance. I, no, I, a tenth. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't seen Dan running behind Tony at any point. Um, but, uh, Tony, thank you for being a good object lesson for me about what it is to persevere. And I think you've done some half marathons and you're training for a full marathon now or something. Um, but look, it doesn't have to be onerous. Tony's got to the point where she can do that. She's not even puffing, you know, and she can, she can check. She, she's with it enough as she goes past my car yard to see if I'm there and, 
and so on. All right, so step one, rest. That's a good one. So we can do that this afternoon, can we? Can we rest sometime this afternoon before we... Come on, Carl, you can do it, mate. Step one, rest. Let's rest. That's a challenge to you for this afternoon. Step one, rest before you get into the, um, the rest of the week. While you're resting, you can be praying. There's no reason why you couldn't uh, pray while you're resting. And you can be asking at the same time. You can pick up your Bible and have a bit of a read. Why, why don't you do that this afternoon? Prioritise a little bit later on in the afternoon as you start to think about Monday, start to think about your work and you, you also should be thinking by that time if you've, been doing your, if you've been doing your praying and you're asking and you're reading, you realise that you've probably got some kingdom priorities that you've got to um, make uh, time for in your diary this coming week. And then finally, you're well on your way. In fact, you've already done it. You're well kitted out for your, uh, for your weekly um, uh, adventure in life. You've already um, uh, doing the obedience thing. So I want you to be encouraged by those verses that James read for us this morning. It might have always been a, a bit of a downer for you because you're, you're thinking that there's so much pressure. But um, it's really amazing, you know, that we, we, have, this, we have this concept in, in verse 1 of everybody watching us, and I don't know about you, but when people are watching me, I'm not very good, all right? I'm not very good. Whatever it is I'm doing, I think, oh, maybe they're judging me, maybe I'm not doing it right, okay? And so that's a bit of a downer, but... Uh, Verse 2 says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. That's all you need to do. Don't worry about the crowd around you. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. And the next part is the author and perfecter of our faith. So he authored our salvation and he's perfecting us as we go through life. And he's giving us that perseverance. We just ask him for it. We don't have to think, oh, this is my part of the deal. This is the deal that I do where I can't ask God for help. I've just got to do it myself. I'll just persevere to continue loving and working for him. Can't do it. Can't do it. And finally, the the second half of verse 3 says so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Okay? Keeping our eyes on the author and finisher of our faith. So do we all feel a bit more encouraged this morning? If there's a sermon on perseverance, but we don't need to do it in our own strength. We do it, we ask, we pray, we rest in him. We can do that, can't we? We can do that. Thanks for joining us today. 
As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.